Hello, and welcome to episode 73 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have an interview with Tony Favreau. Tony is behind the webcomic Three Panel Crimes. This is Matt, and I'm joined by Constructing Comics co-host Noah. Hey there. Tony, thanks so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. Why don't you start us off with a little bit about yourself and uh, the comics that you work on? Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm originally from Canada. I grew up in Toronto. And uh, I started getting into comics um, when I moved to Vancouver. I didn't really know anybody. And they had a, a store on, uh, on Granville. And um, I got into the whole comics thing kind of late. I was like 22. Okay. And, uh, you know, there's just some, uh, some things that were going in my, going on in my life. I wasn't exactly in the best place, but, uh, I started reading, uh, some Ed Brubaker stuff. Uh, one of the first books I read was sleeper. And then I was like, Oh, this is awesome. What else has he done? And then I mm-hmm. found criminal and I was like, Holy shit, this is amazing. And just kind of went through from there and read like pretty much everything that he wrote. Um, and I was like, all right, well, this is like, it's pretty sweet. Like, I like what this guy's doing. Like, I wonder if I might be able to do something kind of like that. Like, I'd never thought about um, being creative as like something to do with my life and whatnot. Uh, didn't necessarily know if it was going to be comics or not, but I just I ended up uh, going to film school and, and doing a lot of that stuff and learning as much as I could. Um, and then fast forward a couple of years, uh, I ended up down here and putting some things together and, and, and making a uh, a comic. And I put together like a regular, you know, 24 page one shot. It was fucking awful. It was, it was the worst thing ever. It was just bad. I, it, the artist was great, but the story was just not there, you know, because I didn't really know what I was doing or how to tell a story and whatnot. I was kind of frustrated. And, um, I started, uh, are you guys familiar with Meltdown Comics? No, oh, yeah, collectibles. It, it was okay. a, a really big store um, in Hollywood. Okay. And they, they were awesome. Like, and those guys are still awesome. They're still around. Uh, the store is not, though. And they were holding these, like, you know, comic book uh, writing and making, like, classes. So... I said, you know, what the hell? Why not? And I show up and I'm like learning about, you know, coloring and lettering and, you know, the art. And then they, they open it up and they started doing uh, stuff about writing. Um, and that, that was really cool. And I got a lot out of it. Um, but I was kind of, uh, I found myself in a position of like, okay, uh, this last book that I made, you know, it cost, I think it was like 1600 bucks mm-hmm. and there's still a bunch of them in the trunk of my car uh-huh. yeah. so you know my mom read it and that was cool but like <laughs> and, and meltdown and a couple other stores you know they they were like oh you made this thing and i was like yeah i did and they were like okay and they were very nice and we we're just like we'll buy five and i was like cool like <laughs> but you know, I was kind of left in this place of like, I want to do something. Um, but I don't really know, you know, uh, how to tell a story well enough. I definitely don't have the financial backing or the track. Like I found myself in a bit of a catch 22. So Um, what was the, uh, what was the, the premise of the, the first uh, story that you did? 
Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> it was like some really weird ripoff of one of the stories from The King in Yellow, uh, okay. which is like this like almost like cosmic horror type book that I didn't even know about until I started uh, watching like True Detective because that was part of the thing, right? And uh, it was like Prohibition, this guy who's like a bootlegger suddenly discovers something and he gets to basically he accidentally mixes this shit in his bathtub that turns people to stone. And then he's turning all of his, you know, uh, competition to statues that he's placing in his front lawn. Um, not really my favorite, uh, thing that I've ever come up with or done, but it was a good start. Um, and there was a guy, his name's Dave Mims. Uh, he was really great and, and really fun to work with. And I think he's doing um, Scrimshaw over at Alterna now. Um, anyways, so I'm feeling a little bit like uh, kind of frustrated and not really knowing like, well, what do I do? Right. Cause I, I, I want to like make comics, but it costs money. And also, you know, no one, it's kind of a weird thing to show up and be like, Hey, so, can I have like, you know, six months of your life mm -hmm. right. uh, and maybe pay you like half of what you might be getting on something that might not be very good. It's a harder sell. Most people wouldn't say, yeah. So I, I, uh, I was at home and this great video popped up. It was a cartoonist. His name's Lars Morton Martinson. And, uh, he wrote this book about, um, you know, semi-autobiographical uh, graphic novel. It's three volumes. It's enormous, all done by hand. And uh, it's called Tanaharu. And it took him 13 years mm -hmm. Wow! to make, right? And it's beautiful. But he put out this video, which was like, here's some advice from a guy who spent 13 years making his first comic. Uh -huh. I was like, this sounds useful. So <laughs> I, I watched it. And the best thing that he said, he was like, listen, uh, if it takes me 13 years to finish a project, like what happens if I get to year nine and I feel like it sucks? Mm. Like, how do I fix it? And his whole thing was like, it's a lot better. He just said, fail faster. And that really stuck with me. Cause I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I think for me, at least it was this misconception of like, well, I like Ed Brubaker and I'm going to read a bunch of stuff that he writes. And then somehow, as soon as I start writing, I'll write just like Ed Brubaker and, you know, it'll all be great. And it's like, oh, no, there's a whole thing of like practicing, and you know, yeah. learning shit. It's a process. Um, and it made a lot of sense of just kind of like the, the wax on, wax off of like storytelling. Where it's like just repetition and learning things and trying things but the best way to do that is by being willing to fail so one of the guys i was going to this um meltdown class with we we're just shooting the shit after after class one night and i was like hey do you think it's possible to tell a crime story in like three panels and he's like i don't know let's let's try and then that kind of just developed into um yeah, three panel crimes and like consistently, no matter what, whether if I felt like it or not, or I thought the idea was great or not, um, trying to write like, you know, at least one of these things a day, which is something that I still try to do. Um, and it's, it's been really, uh, it's been fun because 
I got to learn a lot and work with a lot of different people because it's like a little bit of an easier, uh, people are a little more open to the idea of maybe doing something that might take anywhere from like two hours to a day mm-hmm. and it's fun and we get to like do with the concept and, and that was cool. And then I get to like learn stuff. So yeah, that's kind of the whole deal with the three panel crimes and, and what's been happening with that. Very cool. So I can definitely hearing that, that first story that you did, I can definitely uh, hear the, the, the Brubaker influence there. You, you had the crime, you had sort of the Lovecraftian, um, you know, monsters. So um, I can definitely see, see the influence there. Um, So what are some of the, uh, the challenges to um, telling a crime story in, or any story in general in just three panels and your, your stories are, are wordless as, as, as yep. well, correct? Yep. Com- completely silent. Um, a lot of it has been, you know, figuring out what, what to leave out mm-hmm. and, and what's actually important. And also another cool thing um, that's been fun is sometimes, you know, if you change the order of, of a panel, you know, oh, that means something different. It's this juxtaposition between images. So like, I guess I'm kind of taking some stuff that I learned, you know, in terms of film school with like editing of just like, well, and Scott McLeod talks about it a lot in his book. Uh, I think it's understanding comics about like, well, this, this context has changed now because, you know, if you have this, uh, there's the example of, I forget who it was, but he shot like this guy's face and the face was neutral, like mm-hmm. for each three of these shots, but he cut it differently each time. So one, it was like a lady that, you know, was attractive. And then it's like, Oh, the audience is like, Oh, this guy's face. Like he looks like he's, you know, intrigued. And then another one was like a coffin and it's like, Oh, he looks sad. And then the other one was, I think an apple or something. Oh, he looks hungry. And the funny thing was, is that the preceding image is the only thing that changed and the guy's face was just the exact same. So we brought our own, you know, I guess experience uh, from life and kind of like projected it onto uh, that guy. And I think with a lot of this, stuff what's been fun is a lot of times people kind of have to fill in the blanks on their own from like whatever you know it's more of like an interactive thing than just me saying like this is exactly what happened and here's how you should feel it's like people seem to be getting a lot of a lot of fun out of it by like swiping back and forth or like talking in the comments on Instagram about what they think or what their theory is. Um, some of them are a little bit more vague than others, but yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun just playing with, you know, something that's that small. Um, Cause it helps me really just get to like, get to the point. Very, very, I could, I could see that. Uh, do you generally, um, for these stories and maybe it's a combination of things, uh, is it sort of concept or character or a situation that sort of like is the spark of the idea for you? Sometimes. I mean, it's a, a little, di- I mean, one of the first ones that we did, I, I, I remember like writing in a notebook, right? I'm just like, all right, let's think of some like random crimes that I haven't seen before. So one of them was like, Oh, how, somebody uses their kid as a drug mule. And I'm like, well, how does that play out? And like, uh, 
three panel comic and like visually like how do I get to that place of like where is it and there's a book called uh, how to read Nancy um, where these guys are kind of breaking down literally like a three panel comic in every aspect of it um, and it's about uh, the Nancy uh, comic strip from like way 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 back in the day by a guy named Ernie Bushmiller and his whole writing process is something that I found really interesting is he'd start with the gag and then work his way backwards as to like how to get there. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. I haven't finished that whole book yet. Um, but it's been a really interesting read. And where do you get your inspiration for the crimes? Cause I, I actually have, I am familiar with your comic on just from oh, cool. Instagram stuff. Um, nice. And uh, because of, um, because of, uh, I can't remember his name, no, his, his, his username starts with Wolf, but he does the three panel origin stories. Right, on right, Instagram. right. And yeah, uh, he, he shared your stuff and I, I went through it. So like, there's some crazy ones. Like there's the Florida man one, which I love with the yeah. guy going to the drive through. Yep. And the thing is that like a lot of the stuff is, it's pretty realistic. Like as far as like stuff you might hear about. I mean, like there are some like sci-fi and fantasy stuff in there, but sure. Where do you get your ins? Like, do you like like read headlines and like do? Comics I mean, stuff yeah, stuff? the the Florida Man one was actually a Florida Man headline. Really? Like, this <laughs> popped up, and I was like, "That's too good. It can't not be yeah. a thing." That's yeah. like that's the easiest one, two, three setup I've ever seen. Perfect. Like, let yeah, me, I actually was thinking about doing a whole, you know, a whole series of them of just yes. like let's find the craziest. Florida man headlines with yeah. some artists <laughs> who have some really like frenetic, like cartoony, like fun, high energy, like type art and just go balls to the wall with it and see what happens. Um, I'm playing around with that right now. But I mean, honest, it can be anywhere. Sometimes it'll just pop into my head, you know, if I'm walking or you know doing something. Uh, other times it'll be like a song lyric will come up or, mm somebody will say something in like a TV show and I'll be like, Oh, that's kind of interesting. What's that? Like it's, it's yeah. trying to figure out ways of like saying it with pictures. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of variation between your work on the page. Cause you have something like the Florida man, which is hilarious. Right. But then you have like the infanticide one, like ones which are incredibly dark, but at the same yeah. time, incredibly psychological. Yeah. Um, and uh like what like do like are you someone who has to like balance out like the really dark stuff with some maybe more like lighthearted stuff when you're doing that or uh i mean sometimes usually if i write something really dark i'll try and go watch some like stand-up comedy or something yeah, I, bet. yeah. <laughs> the thing, I mean the interesting thing about like those guys though with like stand-up comedy is a lot of the shit that's the funniest is actually pretty fucking dark oh yeah because yeah. they're just they're just being honest, right? And I yeah. think a lot of it too is just um, I'm really interested in in crime because I think crime is just a, a very exaggerated example of just the how people always kind of want to take shortcuts, just to like the nth degree. The guy who's like yeah. robbing a bank is like he's taking the shortcut. I'm more interested in like why did he rob the bank rather than just Oh, he robbed the bank. Right. It's, that's what makes it a person in a story and like um, something that I can like, you know, 
I've never robbed a bank, but I understand what it feels like to be like, you know, desperate and snatching for some sort of really, really stupid solution. Yeah. And so when you're, what do your scripts look like then when you're giving it to the artist, like the three panels, are you very descriptive with like that kind of description of emotionality where it's like, this person's desperate, this person's, you know, an idiot, that kind of thing, you know, like, uh, or do you let yeah. the artist sort of originally? Well, it's, it's, it's always like, it's nice to come up with like, okay, here's what I think I want. Here's mm-hmm. what I'd like to see. Here's it's the Scott McCloud is awesome. Uh, understanding comics and making comics is like, I'm still rereading those books like all the time. Cause it's just like, I got to remind myself to, Oh yeah, it's just really simple shit. I just really like to make it complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he talks a lot about like choice of, of moment and choice of frame and, and, you know, expressions with comics. It's more a little bit like play acting. So like the gestures have to like transmit information for people to kind of get it. And so I try to be as specific as I can be without, you know, holding the guy by the hand and being like, this is exactly what you must draw. Cause a lot of times too, you know, the best ideas don't have to come out of my head. If the guy's like, Hey, you know what? I, I see what you meant there, but I think this works better. How do you, how about we do this? And it's like, hell yeah, man. Like that's way better. I like that. Like, let's go with that. That's cool. Um, and that's kind of what's been so fun about being able to work. I mean, shit, it's, I think we're at about 150 different people. Wow. And that's been cool. Cause it's like, everybody has their different way of doing stuff and like approaching things. And it's been really nice to like get to see all these different ways of like, you know, making sausage. So yeah, I like it. I've been learning a lot. Yeah, man, that's, that's incredible. And like, how long is the Instagram thing? How long has the Instagram page been around? Um, since I think since March of last year. Wow. That's amazing. I, thanks. Um, I, I started out, uh, there was a guy that I found. Facebook is awesome. Um, not, yeah. well, you know, whatever. There's other things about that. But uh, uh, for like finding artists and stuff, I can't say enough about like social media as being like an amazing tool of just making the world a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. That's um, so true. There's a group uh, called Connecting uh, Comic Book Writers or Comic Book Artists and Writers on Facebook. It's got like 30,000 people and there's just always people like looking for work or looking for collaborations or, you know, kind of talking shop and doing whatnot. So I got involved with that group too. And um, I found a guy in the Philippines, his name's Dexter Wee. And uh, he's awesome. He works on all sorts of different books. Um, And I was just like, hey, I pitched him this idea of like, hey, you know, I know you're busy, but, you know, this is what I like to do. And if you're down, that'd be great. He was like, sure. And uh, we we got about eight of them. So like eight weeks worth of stuff. And then just kind of launched it and kept it going, like just turning it out at least once a week, like regardless of what was going on. Um, cause it's such a small like project, right? Yeah. 
doesn't take a huge amount of time or, or, or energy, but it's, it's the little things that add up over time. That's what yeah. I've been learning is like, yeah. Cause the other ideas, you know, of like, well, what the hell do I do? It was like, uh, somehow get a really good artist to agree to do a book with a guy he's never heard of. It's not impossible. It's just, I, for me, I, I didn't think that like uh, uh, a genius ongoing series was just going to like fall out of the sky into my lap. And then some guy was going to be like, oh, I'll draw this. Yeah. You know, like it's so it's been trying to find like, well, what can I do? Yeah. Because I think the hardest part um, still is just like, well, where to start? And then just the starting. Um, so I'm really I feel really lucky. Um, that I saw that YouTube video because it was like, yeah, that Lars Martinson guy is a pretty smart dude. So do you have like a uh, release schedule? Like, is there a certain day and time where you try to release uh, these? Yeah. Um, so I like Saturday morning just for the nostalgia of like Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always, no matter what, and it's been lots of shit has happened uh in in the last two years for sure um but the nice thing that's kind of been constant throughout my life is like cool every saturday i've finished something and people get to see it uh and that kind of leaves me with a a warm and fuzzy feeling not to get too gushy but (laughs) it's uh it's nice man it's it's it is like kind of a thing if like a lot of times working on like longer form stuff, which I I have been, um, it can get like really lonely. And, Mm -hmm. and there's this idea of like, Oh, am I doing, is what I'm doing actually a good idea? Is this worth anything? Like, I don't know. And what's been nice is like, you know, every weekend it's like, Oh, here's this thing. And people are kind of like, cool. I like that. Or sometimes they're like, Whoa, I didn't like that. That sucked. And I'm like, all right, (laughs) I can see why that sucks and I'm going to like avoid that suckiness from now on or go it into a different direction. Um, it's been, it's been cool. Yeah. And so and you, I'm, you, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. No, no, please. No, you go. I was just going to ask. So with, uh, with like posting it regularly Saturday morning, do you find that like, do you run into issues with like the algorithm, like the Instagram algorithm, which I think is a, a you know, a, hot topic right now with artists on any kind of social media is the algorithm idea. Sure. I, I think that the algorithm is kind of like trying to figure out what's the meaning of life (laughs) or like, what's going to make you, what's going to make me happy. Right. (laughs) Like where's the, where's the event or the destination I'm going to get to that. I'm finally, I've figured it out. I'm king of the fucking mountain and it's all good. Right. (laughs) And it's just like, I don't, know what instagram does i don't know why they do it um it's it me trying to figure it out uh i'm not smart enough to do it it's just gonna drive me insane um so what i've tried to do is be consistent um by only posting you know i'm not posting photos of my dogs as much as i love them uh, on three panel crimes or, you know, other shit. I'm just like, it's, it's consistency of like, you show up at the page and it's like, you're going to get a three panel crime story and nothing else. And 
that's been good. Um, hashtags are really important. I find, uh, because it's like, if you can, if you can get enough people engaging with the post, um, then it does this thing where it kind of, and this is me speculating. This is not something that I know for sure, but it just seems to be what happens. They could change this tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like if enough people are like engaging with that, then they're like, oh, this is important. And they put it at the top of the hashtag and you can follow hashtags. So mm-hmm. the guys that yeah. are following the hashtag, they see it, it turns into a snowball effect. But I got to say, um, the, I think the most important thing really is just you know having content that people are enjoying and they're getting something out of like if i'm giving something to somebody like they're going to show up and mm-hmm. like it and engage with it i mean we had i think it was a couple of weeks ago like i had a weird idea for a story uh about kids in in monster suits perpetuating the apocalypse or some shit like that and like i was like all right well can i do it and, three panels and like i i posted it uh and the guy that i got to do it uh is a really really good artist um but it ended up getting like almost yeah it's like almost at thirty thousand likes wow um that is not something that i planned i think my what i think people are responding to with that one is it's it's very like the art is really good. And then the twist at the end of that specific three panel crime where it's like, Oh, there's a kid inside the monster suit that's doing the robbery, the the <laughs> video store. People are like, Whoa, what does that mean? And like it, responding to that for something. And I think like people respond to, um, to story and to yeah. like, you know, I respond to story because it, it makes me feel things. And then maybe I come away with a different perspective or some other, um, I don't know, some new perspective or, or something to try out in my own life. Like it, it's, it's kind of like, here's a, here's a problem that this character is having. I don't relate to the circumstances, but I relate to the feelings. I'm going to watch what they did. And then my brain, like on the caveman side is like, okay, we're going to watch the fuck out of all of this. Cause mm-hmm. it's going to help us stay alive. Right. Um, or it, it's recognition and, and identification. Um, I got to say, like a lot of the darker shit with Ed Brubaker and some of his semi-autobiographical stuff, like really was a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I was like, oh, wow, like this guy, like he, he went through the ringer and like he seems to be doing okay right now. So like maybe I could also be okay. Uh and that's kind of a beautiful thing about like, you know, art and stories and all these things. Like, why are we doing this in, in the first place? Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's so just- I think, I think two really cool things here is that is that you've established the consistency right. um, and you've shown sort of the, 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 the work ethic to be there. And it's almost another thing. It's like uh, you're, you're doing your, your 10,000 hours like out, in public for people to see yeah. um and then you know at, eventually at the end you know as we're all seeing this evolve and you know some stories hit with some people and some people miss you you're you're, you're actually collecting data along along the way as well so i think that's that's pretty interesting there yeah like i 
I like what you said because it made me think of it. It's it it is. It's kind of like almost like a story lab. Hmm. Like it's a, if I look at this kind of like oh it's a laboratory. It's like I get to try things out and like with different people and different artists and like okay this works cool I, I understand now and like maybe if something doesn't work I can take it and look at it and it's easier. That was the other thing in um what Lars Martinson was talking about was like, if you can take something apart, it's a lot easier to understand what's wrong with it. So if it's smaller, it's much more obvious as to like what, where the problem is. Whereas like, if it's, I don't know, like you're, you're 23 issues in on your space opera Epic and you realize that you've written yourself into a corner there's a lot of, you know, pulling away at shit of like, well, where the fuck? And then me, if I was in that situation, um, I would be lazy and frustrated and then say, fuck this and not do it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that smart or, or hardworking to like drive through, you know, undoing uh, however many years it took to, to get there and, and really, figuring it out i'd rather much rather jump ships so knowing that about myself you know with with this thing um this has been a lot easier to like kind of you know fall off the bike and and scrape my knee and then go okay cool well that hurt but not as bad as if i spent like four years working on this by myself not showing it to anyone Mm -hmm. that makes sense do you have anything else that you're working on be besides these uh these weekly three panel crime strips yep so i've got uh i've got two books um that i've been slowly putting together um with two different uh artists that i've collaborated with um uh, on three panel crimes uh one of them is a a russian escape like a gulag escape story that involves uh cannibalism Oh wow! All right. <laughs> yeah, like the you know the, uh, the 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 line as to you know when is it okay to uh, to sacrifice someone else's life in order to save uh, people that you love, and is that okay? Um, and then the other one is a, a crime story uh, about a kid who uh, he accidentally shoots the little girl next door. And her parents show up for dinner that night, pretending everything's fine. So he tries to uh, figure out what's going on there. Whoa! Yeah. That's so that's that's a four issue miniseries. Um, so those two are. I'm hoping to get them all finished uh, by this year, and then seeing what where the best place to, uh, you know, put them. See what happens. And so you said that these are uh, artists that you work with on the, on the three panel stuff. Uh, did yep. you, when you were, when you were forming these stories, were you sort of creating a, like a laundry list in your head of like, you know, this person probably is a good fit for this one. And if that doesn't work, you know, I, so-and-so worked on this. That So, you, you know, you had a bit of a testing ground there as well. Yeah. One of the, um, one of the cool things about these two is like I started coming up with these. Oh, for some reason, my phone wanted to start Siri. Uh, anyways, uh, 
when I started the three panel stuff, I, I also started these other two stories, right? Cause I was taking this class at Meltdown and, um, working on those. And I, I met, uh, an editor, um, who's been very, very nice to me and, uh, really, really supportive and, and walked me through a lot of different drafts of those scripts as to like getting them right. Um, so while I was, you know, working on the three panel stuff, it, it was like, Oh, cool. Like I like these guys enough. Like these people were working well together. Like we're kind of have a shorthand, like let's do some longer stuff. And mm -hmm. like, that's been, it's been nice. Cause I feel like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like getting married in a sense of like, <laughs> you're spending a lot of time, you know, in, in, in the basement with somebody. And, uh, for me, I'd like, I'd like that person to be someone that I, I like talking to and, and that I have a, a, an ability to communicate with. Um, it helps a lot. So I got, I've been very lucky. Um, so I feel really grateful for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Have you have any plans to collect three panels into like a book ever, like a collection? Yeah, I've, I've definitely, um, I've been thinking about that. Um, I've, I've been talking to uh, a few different people um, about how best to do that and, and ways of going around it. Um, so right now I'm still kind of figuring that out. But the the one thing that's really nice is like, regardless of what I end up you know, doing, doing with any of this stuff. Um, I really enjoy just like this kind of like daily practice of, of continuing to like work on this stuff and, and mm -hmm. reach out to more people. Um, so I'm really happy just doing that. Um, all the other stuff is like, it's bonus. Like if it happens, cool. But like, this has been probably the most fun I've had in a really long time. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Are there any uh, genres that you would like to touch uh, outside of the the horror or the horror crime uh, mashups that you've done? Is there any other stories that you would, if you would yeah. like to tell? There's like, I'm a really big fan of like uh, Studio Ghibli movies. Okay. Okay. Um, and especially, you know, like some of the the more softer stuff. <laughs> there's, there's some dark shit in there too but like um i do like you know some of those sentimental um stories like my neighbor totoro and, and things like that and i've always kind of wanted to get into uh like a, a fantasy environment um but i think uh yeah that'd be that'd be a lot of fun i've been playing around with some ideas um there's always there's always like ideas that come up and it's just really like something that's been good about this whole process with the webcomic is like really trying to like at least you know if i haven't figured out a lot of the details it's like can i put this structure up on on you know some stilts and see like does this kind of stand on its own regardless of a bunch of the other details um Cause like a lot of things pop into my head. Um, but a lot of it's been like ideas are really, they're great and they show up 
but it's more about what I'm learning. Uh, it's more about the execution mm-hmm. of those ideas. And am I getting across like what I actually, you know, set out to do or, or, or wanted to say with, with the thing, um, which is another thing that I just totally stole from Scott McLeod. So <laughs> <laughs> if you have, if you some... gave credit, that's good. Yeah. And you Hell have yeah. some, you that's have a some... three panel crime right there. You need to put in your, in your will, plagiarism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got to We got to figure out how to make it a, a visual, but yeah, <laughs> sure it can be done. Um, about Scott McLeod coming into the room and shooting you in the head that's the that's the that's the third panel in the no I I don't I don't know I don't know Scott McLeod but I did see him talk uh oh yeah once at a at the downtown library um downtown LA and he just unless he's an extremely good actor he seemed like a very very nice gentleman uh Uh, that's the crime is you pushing him over the edge you're right Steering yeah, I, 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 I finally managed to like break the man who was yeah. <laughs> just holding it all in. Uh, Comics uh, patron saint, Scott McCloud. You pushed him over the edge. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he's awesome. Like, yeah. really, it, it's that stuff. Um, the Will Eisner books, like uh, sequential storytelling, and then just Will Eisner comics in general, like a contract with God. I read that and I was like, holy shit. Like I thought Brubaker and Brubaker is great, but like, you know what I mean? Like you read something like that and you're like, yeah, wow, like this guy's talking about some shit. Cool. But Eisner did that before like graphic novels were even a, a thought, you know, yeah. that's amazing. You know? Yeah. Oh, um, and then it, it's been a thing of like, um, then going even trying to find like that, the guy before that guy. Right. So then it's like going into like Lind Ward with like basically the guy who in the depression like made the first and they were completely silent graphic novels that he made in like woodcuts mm-hmm. about all sorts of shit and themes from like that period in history. And you're just like, wow, man, like just when you think you find the bottom, like there's always like somebody else that's just, you know, got something. So it's, it's, it's awesome. It's really cool. I love just comics in general and like people have been really, really nice. Um, it's been a very like inviting kind of, uh, I just kind of landed in a, in a group, good group of people. Um, Sounds like it. Yeah. With the, like the Facebook groups or, uh, you know, the people that were hanging out at meltdown, um, just all those people. It's just like, yeah, I'm happy that like that happens because i really don't i don't know what the hell i'd be doing (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of scary (laughs) there was some shit that i was doing i should not have been doing that so i uh, this is this is a lot uh a lot better you're good uh, to have that creative outlet yeah absolutely yeah so this was a uh, awesome talk i think we we talked about a lot of different uh, aspects and you know some of the uh uh, you know, the, the advice you gave about, you know, failing fast, you know, working in a, a small confined, you know, area and, you know, finding things that work, finding things that don't work and just sort of, you know, um, each, each week, each installment, you're, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting feedback, you're getting advice, you're getting, you know, 
things that you see that, that work and things that you see don't work. Um, so I think this was a really great talk. Um, could you let people know where they can find you online? Um, obviously, we'll have a link to the, the Instagram page in our, in our show notes. Sure. Um, right now, it's just on Instagram. I'm at Three Panel Crimes. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, but um, I don't really use it all that mm -hmm. all that much um i really like the instagram stuff because it has the carousel posting so yeah, yeah. it works works well swiping swiping through the panels um but what I, I what i will send you guys um because i think maybe people might be interested um is that lars martinson video yeah youtube yeah. it's uh four time saving tips from a guy who spent 13 years making his first comic um I'll, I'll email you guys the link for that. Um, cause that was the, uh, that was the fucking game changer for me. I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. This is doable. Okay. Yeah. I want to read the book too. Now I'm like, man, that sounds like a Netflix graphic novel. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thanks again for, for being on Tony. Um, like I said, we're going to have a link for the, the Instagram, Cool. Um, page in the show notes and we also will put a link to that to that video because it seems like it's very inspirational um, on a couple different fronts um, Absolutely. So, so if anybody wants to give us a follow we are on twitter at construct compod we are on instagram at constructing comics pod we are on facebook at facebook.com forward slash constructing comics we also have a youtube channel under the same name of constructing comics Links for our stuff, links for Tony's stuff will be in the show notes, like we said. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We'll be back with another episode. And I want to encourage everybody to go out there and uh, make some comics. Thank you. Cool.